Hello, welcome to the uh, first environment committee meeting of this new council. Uh, I'm Gerard Donahue, town clerk. I'm just going to do the opening to elect the chair and then I will hand over to whoever is elected chair. So item number one is to elect chair to serve until the annual meeting in the council, May 2020. Do I have any nominations for chair? Yes. Alan Norton, please. Any seconds? Thank you. Are you all happy with that? Yes. Okay, thank, thank you very much everyone. Um, thank you for that. Um, as I'm also, you know, chair of um, the community committee, uh, I'm quite happy and, uh, you know, privileged to take take this role on um, but I didn't want uh, to seem as though I was trying to take over too many committees so thank you very much for your confidence in uh, putting me forward for that. So welcome along ladies and gentlemen then as Joe said to meeting one uh, of the environment uh, committee. Um, item two on the agenda is to elect the vice chair of this committee to serve until the annual meeting of the council in May 2020. Can I have nominations for the Vice Chair? I would like to nominate Caroline Ashton. Okay, thank you. Can we have a seconder for that? Thank you, Debbie. And can we have a show of hands? Oh, <laughs> you can vote for yourself, yes. Okay, that's unanimous. Thank you very much for that. Okay, thank you. Welcome on board again, Caroline. Um, in true Frodsham Town Council spirit, which I think I may have started, we'll just do a quick uh, round the table. Uh, as you know, all our meetings are recorded and are available uh, for people to uh, listen to at their leisure. Um, and uh, so, just so that people can put fa a sort of, you know, faces to names or whatever, uh, we'll go round the table. So, as I said, my name's Alan Alton. I'm present chair of the council. Uh, as well as this committee, and I'm councillor, one of the councillors for Castle Park Ward. Joe Donahue, Town Clerk. Lionel Rimmer, Estate Manager. Tom Bumble, Tree Liam Jones, Councillor of uh, Overton Five Crosses. Alan Arthur, Visitor. Visitor, <laughs> Julie O'Sullivan, member of the Hop Haywood Friends Group. Mark O'Sullivan, Hop Haywood Friends Group. I'm member of Hop Haywood Friends Group. Uh, Bernie Wade, councillor for Waterside. Deborah Moston Jones, councillor for Waterside. Caroline Ashton, councillor for Overton and Five Crosses. Thank you. Okay, so back to the agenda. Um, item three is apologies for absence. I actually do have a very last minute apology. I believe that uh, Ruth Sherlock had asked to speak this evening um, on behalf of the WI. Um, the WI are keen to work with us uh, on Manly Road Cops um, and uh, she was going to come this evening. Unfortunately, uh, she contacted me literally uh, half an hour ago to say she was held up in Liverpool. Um, she did give me a quick note uh, just to uh, let everybody know that they've uh, secured two tree packs if you like from the Woodland Trust which would be delivered sort of November December time uh, and really they just want to talk about the suitability uh, and the numbers etc. I think there's 60 trees in a pack 
so we probably would have far more than we needed. Um, the only problem in inverted commas with those woodland packs, as you may be aware, is that they're all whips, uh, which can create problems. We'd be much better on there with half standards or standards. So, you know. Yeah, haven't, we, haven't we ordered some? We did have a thing, Lionel. We did actually have uh, a pack, didn't we? Would it yes. be two years ago and they weren't a great success? But did you get the hedge up? We, we got the hedge up and everything, but we had the very hard summer. Yeah. And that um, basically stopped everything. Really. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It was, uh, um, so, you know, I don't want to seem as though I'm refusing uh, a free offer of trees or anything, but we just need to, you know, be just cautious of the suitability of whips on there rather than standards or half standards. And also we don't want to end up in the situation that we were in <coughs> two or three years ago. Exactly. We had all the problems with the yeah, trees. Yeah, you know, uh, I, I dearly love trees but they have their place and I don't want to overstock that place and create problems for the future. I think that was future. our yeah. remit, wasn't it? We yeah. wanted stuff that was going to be sm very small but things yeah. like, I think we talked about um, Blossom trees. Yeah, so yeah, more yeah. Something more for blossom and berries, rowans and things like that. Some of the trees that had been planted on there in years gone by were done out of the goodness of people's hearts, but with the wrong kind of trees. There was a larch on there and all sorts of things which were just clinging on for its bedrock, and you know they were just literally clinging on for dear life on there. So um, we had a lucky escape. Those of you that were involved at that time, we had one yes, cast a yes. branch through a house roof, and then we had one came across Manly Road, didn't yeah, we? We did, we did. Which you shouldn't say, but solved one of our problems because it felled itself, didn't yeah. it? So um, yeah, so that was really Tom. Yeah, we had five orchard trees donated by Mersey Forest as well last year. Right. This year, last year. That went on Manly Road. Sorry. No, no, no. Oh, right, okay, right, just donations, right, yes. okay, yeah, great stuff. So um, I'm sure Ruth or someone else from the WI will, will attend the next meeting. They want a little site meeting nearer the time and things like that, but we have got a reasonable window, you know, we're looking at, no, we're looking at planting season, aren't we? Okay, I don't think we have any more apologies. Uh, no. okay. uh, decorations of interest. Um, I don't think there's anything on there that I should declare, but as usual, I reserve the right to flag anything up should it happen as we go through the agenda. Round the table, anybody? Members? No. no. Okay. Great stuff. Um, so, uh, item seven, Hobbe Wood, to receive a report from the Hobbe Wood friends. Ah, yes. ah so. Oh, sorry, sorry, sorry. I'm rushing, rushing ahead here. Uh, back to item five. Uh, I'm trying to be all electronic tonight and I'm going to blame the light reflecting on here. Uh, to approve and sign the minutes of the meeting which was held on the 5th of March 2019. We've all had these. Minutes. Everybody had a copy of those and happy to approve those. Can I have a proposal in a second then? Got Caroline proposing and Lynn seconding. Okay. Okay, so seven. Deja vu. Obey Wood. Uh, yeah. The floor is yours. Hello. Uh, Hello. You, you've jumped. Opportunity <laughs> for the public to speak. Um, I thought we didn't. Number six. Yeah, I thought we didn't have anybody. 
uh, that wanted You've to. Got me. Oh, right. <laughs> I, I was going to put you on under tree matters, but yeah. Okay. Carry on. Now you can here. speak now if you want. That's well, fine. It's, um, you did declare yourself as the tree warden, Tom. You know, so now if you miss the public, speak now or speak <laughs> as a tree warden. Okay. I'll speak as a tree warden. Okay. Uh, um, I'll speak as public. Yeah, what we just need to do here, folks, is make sure that you've got a microphone that you can be heard on as well if you That should be okay. We can actually see, yeah, it, it, well, it's still picking me up here, so I won't get you to count to five or anything, but I'll, I'll tell you if it's not working. If it's okay, I'd, I'd like to give a, an update on what we've done so far and then talk about two specific items. Okay. Um, since the last meeting, the, the group had its first birthday, so we're now 15 months old. Well, the group is not us, obviously. Um, we've had 15 volunteer days since then, and, and amassed hundreds of hours of, of volunteer time. Um, anyone who visits the wood will see the, the work. It, it's evident now that the, the work that's been done, but I'll just briefly um, talk about what we've done. We've laid a new hedge, 300 trees. Uh, we've doubled the number of trees in the orchard. Um, we've replaced a considerable amount of the, the mesh on the boardwalk that was, that was rusting and, and was uh, becoming uh, a problem. A lot of improvements to the southwest path. And then in March, the, the path to the east of the wood washed away, partially washed away. And it was fortuitously the day before I volunteered it. So we made some repairs to that, but that's one of the things I want to talk about later. We've cleared some fallen trees, um, fitted a gate to the orchard with Lionel's expert help uh, to prevent horse access. And we've also done some dead hedging to protect some slopes and to provide a barrier for people not to fall down. Okay. So quite a lot of work there. Fundraising wise, we've had a couple of, of grants from organisations I can't remember. Um, and we've got a couple others in the pipeline as well. We're doing Tesco bags for help, but that will be September, is it? September, September. October, and we're just starting a, an application for awards for all as well. And we also want to do a, um, uh, apply for a grant for what used to be rent, but it's something else now. Yeah. Okay. So the the, the fundraising. That's the landfill. Yeah, exactly. Yes. Tax people, yeah. So the, the fundraising has been quite successful, but we are actually. Uh, have no money at the moment, and uh, that's one of the things I want to talk about a bit later. Um, we also hosted a um, one of the walks at the Frodsham Festival Walk, and that's quite well attended. We had nearly 50 people there, that was good. Um, and one of the aims of the group is to promote the wood as a community asset, and we've had some real success with that via social media. I think some of you are, are on uh, are members of the Facebook page and. Over the spring and early summer, we always had a fantastic wildflower um, display, and we've had birds breeding in the wood, and lots of people have been posting photos and videos, and we've had people asking for directions to see the woodpecker nest, etc., etc. And it's quite evident that that has been really successful this year. Uh, the number of posts on, on the page has been huge, and the number of visitors definitely seems to increase as well. So, so we're really fulfilling that part. The long may continue as well. Uh, we're working on the, uh, the, the five-year management plan that uh, Mersey Forest have provided for us, uh, so lots of work is going on there. One of the things that I'm currently doing is, is uh, biological recording. I'm having great fun trying to find out what's in the wood with Brian's help 
um, trees and plants and mammals and birds. We may need some expert help uh, for, for insects and spiders, but all those records will be going onto the Cheshire Biological Information System record when we've um, collated them. Okay, so that again, that's one of the items on the management plan. There's lots more to do. We've got more path improvements. Uh, replace the northern boardwalk that's been that's been costed, and we're looking for funding for that um, via grant. Bracken removal to encourage the bluebells. Uh, muddy section improvement, uh, control of invasive species, and, and, and other things as well. So there's, there's more to do than there is people to do it, unfortunately, but I suspect that's always the case. So in summary, 15 months, quite successful, I think. And um, we, we, we've done a lot in that wood, but there's lots more to do. Okay. Yeah, I mean, that's really, really good news. And, uh, well, I think all of us as, you, you know, members of the council, both previous and present, you know, support you. And I've always done my best, you know, to support you and, and give you grant aid. Uh, I think it's really good that, you know, what you're doing is being appreciated. There's nothing worse than, you know, doing these projects and then it just being, well, it's great. It's a beautiful area, but nobody actually comes to enjoy it. And, and I think what you've been doing on social media, I've been following it very, very closely, you know, is absolutely brilliant. And it's really opened people's eyes up in Frodham of what a really good resource we've got on the doorstep there, you know. So, you know, well done for that. Yeah. And certainly, you know, I'll make every attempt for this committee to support you in the future. You, you said that you'd applied for grants from Wren. And again, I'm, I must admit, I'm not sure what Wren is now. Yeah. It was Wren when I was in, in the game. And uh, are those ring fenced to specific projects, or is it just a general grant? We've, we've, not, we've not applied yet. Right. Okay. Um, the the Ren one uh, will be a specific project. Um, the waterfall will be replacement of the northern boardwalk. That's, right. We've got a cost for that's about ten thousand pounds. So we're asking for ten thousand pounds specifically to replace that boardwalk. Yeah. Because it is starting to to get past its best. And then the the Ren one will probably be. Um, uh, the southwest path, which is the worst path in the wood, it, uh, it, it needs a lot of work. We're doing some work ourselves, but that could be, uh, be something we do with that. Back to the help will be um, further tools and um, other things that we uh, that we need, materials stuff like that. Yeah, I, I know that one big problem with the likes of Wren can be their timetabling of mm -hmm. things that you know that that they were used to work from something like June to June, you know, which meant that when you want to be doing and that, you're still having to wait six months to see whether you've got the money, you know. So I hope that's not a problem with you. Yeah, it, it's early days. We've not actually applied yet. Right. But, but we'll see. We'll see what we can do. Yeah. We'll see what we can do. There were a couple of items that I wanted to raise today specifically. The first is the path to the east of the main bridge that washed away. Uh, we did make some partial repairs to me, Brian. In, what we basically did is got uh, the aggregate that washed away and put it back because we couldn't get all of it. So, so the path was like this, the hole literally was deep. Uh -huh. And we fill it in so it's much better now, but it still needs some work. And you were saying, weren't you, Brian, that we could do the work if the town council could get a ton, yeah, a ton of stone delivered, mm -hmm. then we would, we would put that in, replace the, the stones washed away, and then do whatever else we need to do to. So you just really after a ton bag across your run, right? Yeah, delivered yeah. to to the wood, so we can we can do that in probably a day. Do you think? I reckon a couple yeah. of work days. <coughs> right, okay, so so we'd be quite happy to do that because mm. we we've made it much better. It'd be nice if we could finish it. 
So that would be real good if the town council could do that. When you say deliver more, do you mean right down by the bridge? I think it has to be um, Buddy, Buddy Lane and yeah. well, that footpath, then we bring it down the hill. At least it's down the hill. Yes. Just barrow, barrow it down. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what the cost is of that? Off the top of my head, £125. Probably something around there, ballpark figure. So we could certainly look at that, couldn't we? You put a recommendation yeah. forward to yeah, fund that up to a value of yeah. £150. Yeah, I think so golden stuff rather than the limestone. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Proposer and seconder for that? That this committee fund the crush and roll? I'll propose. I'll oh, okay, Liam seconded that. We could have a show of hands on that for the voting members. Okay, so that's the recommendation. There's a point about using limestone. Yeah, we're, we're, mm -hmm. we're not, we're going to use golden, you're using oh, right. golden. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Is it the pH, Tom? You mess up it's the pH, pH. if it's a runoff, yes. yeah, you know, you, if you're not careful. So could, could you email me tomorrow with exactly what it is that you required and then I can price it up? Mm -hmm. Sure. Thank you. Okay, excellent. Yeah, it's been an, it's an ongoing success story, I think, really. Yeah. I, you know, I'm really pleased that it's... Uh... It's great to get the feedback as well, and, and you know, we, we, we do see more people, which can be a problem because you're bumping into more people. Um, the, the direct feedback is great, and, uh, you know, it really is nice. Just when you go down, you see the improvements that we've made, yeah. and walking on the path is easier, so... Linked to that, though, is the second item. Okay. In that, um, we've some of the path improvements that we've made. We've had to buy materials. Okay, so we've um, we've bought some uh, mesh, some timber, um, which comes about two hundred twenty-three pounds, and that's being used, as I say, to replace the um, the mesh, so repairs to the to the boardwalk. But also the the southwest west path is it seems to be getting worse, but we're starting to, to improve that. If you've been down there, you'll see um, the southwest path now has boards partly along it, uh, and it's being leveled out. So it's much much better. It's wider. It's level. But as I say, we spent about two hundred and twenty-three pounds um, to um, purchase that material. We had to use our own money for that. Well, right. Um, and we'd like to see if the town council could, uh, could fund that as well. Um, yeah, okay, again, we can look at that. Proposal and the second, and then I'll, I'll cost it and see what the budget is and what, what the profit can have. Does anyone want to propose that we reimburse? I will. And a seconder for that. I'll second that, so we'll get it then. And are we happy for that? <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. And finally, sorry, mm -hmm. sorry just, I'm just uh, curious, have we allocated a budget to our bay? We haven't got a specific budget, have we, for uh, for Hobay, but we have. Not for Hobay, but you have an environment we've got an committee, environment which has a maintenance element into okay. it. Yeah. So that would come under maintenance for Hobay, and Hobay comes under this committee's yeah. remit. I mean, we haven't, in all honesty, we've not as much money as we've had in previous years because yeah. we have to cut everything, including, you know, well, all budgets back yeah. to, to the bone, really, to keep the precinct down, you know. Is Don't it you? not something that Mersey Forest could um, 
Right, they've got funds for. Well, my next question was going to be where are Mersey Forest now? Because, I mean, we were at first financing Mersey Forest sort of expertise days, if you yeah, like, yeah. to get you the core skills. Yeah. Uh, and then I think Mersey Forest offered some free days as well. I mean, what's their involvement now? Well, at the moment, we've used all the days that we had, okay, and we're at the point where for normal volunteer days, we don't need Mersey Forest support. Now we spoke to Brian at the last meeting, not Brian, sorry, Ben. We spoke to Ben at the meeting at last and he's got some ideas about further work to do that we need to get funded. But I think that'd be done by a grant or something. Mm, yeah. yeah. So we've got no um, further work planned with Mersey Forest until we get that um, work costed and funded. But that won't be we won't be coming here and done thing to ask for that money. To get Mersey Forest, we've got to get more money to pay them. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. But there's, there's some further good ideas there that would uh, would be really uh, interesting if we could do that. He, he did have a plan for the path, didn't he? Because mm. I came yeah. to the last hog hay meeting. Yeah. So the path that you've asked for the mm. stone for, mm -hmm. he did have a plan for He's that. He's done the spec. For he offered it, yeah. a, he yeah. offered to raise yeah. a grant, you know, to to get that work yeah. done. So, so uh, have they also offered? Are they still offering? Although they're not in, involved, maybe on the ground. Are they still there helping you as an enabler to maybe steer you towards where there might be money? Yeah, as I say, but, um, Ben came to the last meeting. He's offered help with the um, application for for the grant. Right. And obviously, he's, he's already written partly written a proposal. Um, so and that's yeah. sorry, that grant's coming from. I think he offered it for the REN. Yeah. yeah. Ah, right. Apparently, okay. it's quite yeah. a, yeah. Right. Yeah. an involved process with REN, and yeah. um, he, he offered to help. Mm. And like I say, he has already done a little bit of a write up for, for us, but I'm waiting for him to get back to me um, after his holiday. Yeah, because as well as the landfill tax, there's also an aggregate tax one as well, which is very similar. Which um, I, I'm sure we are in the catchment for that. It's a lot more East Cheshire. It, it's where, it, you know, like if you live within, is it 15 miles of a landfill to qualify for the landfill tax? Well, it's the same if you live within 15 miles of a quarry that you can gain, you know, you can claim aggregate, uh, you know, tax as well. So do if we include the Delamere sand quarries, don't we? Yeah, I mean, some of them now are, are defunct, you know, the big four ways one and that has closed. I know East Cheshire still tap into it because they've still got a lot of, you know, stuff on the sort of Cheshire Derbyshire border. Well, that might be something worth looking at. It may, you know, it may not not be possible, but there's a good chance that we might be bringing fenced in there. Okay. okay. I'm just a little bit unsure about why we're funding when you can get fund when Mersey Forest can raise the funds. So I'm a little unsure why Frodsham Town Council are funding it when there isn't a budget for Frodsham for Hobhay. I don't think um, from talking to Ben, Ben himself doesn't have any money. He can help us with. Applications. That's what he means. He'll help yeah, you with the application right. to get the funds. Yeah. Mm. But we need that's some money now. Mm. <laughs> We're not talking. We've spent yeah. this money already. We're not talking six months down the line. Yeah. You know, we'd quite like to get that money that we spent and used. <coughs> yeah. Now, not. Have you asked him to go ahead with it then, with the application? We're going to to work with him on that application. That's for that yeah. specific project. You see. Okay. Mm. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, we we have got small pots of money that that we would help. From time to time, but you know, you appreciate we have other Absolutely. people that are asking for the same pound. You know, yeah. it's a difficult time. And 
and fundraising is a, a big part of the group's activities. And mm. We've had several. There is, there, we've got one that we will get at least a thousand pound for, but that's not going to be until November, December. The, tri the bags for all, bags for help. So, yeah, there's, there's the funding's not going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The you know, Hobay is actually mentioned in our terms of reference. Um, because at the end of the day, it, it, you know, okay, you're you're looking after it for us, but it is our mm. our estate. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So yeah, I mean, I'm I'm quite happy to help you where we can, but you, you know, probably the funding that we've given you in the past, although it's not been massive amounts, we 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 haven't got that no. money anymore to and, do it. You know? And that helped enormously. Yeah. Um, but you know, we're, we're past the point now where we need help for every volunteer there because of course we've got the tools and um, we've got funding for a thousand pounds with the tools we've done that there was one other thing that i was going to ask for though um we've obviously got public liability insurance but that runs out in august and currently we have no funds at all it's about 98 pounds i think would the town council fund that when it comes up for renewal i think it is august isn't it thanks so. If you send me the details of the renewal and your current policy, I think that our our insurers would cover that without an oh. additional charge to the council. Okay. So if you send me those details, I can mm -hmm. look into it. I'm not promising, but I, I do think that Zurich will add that to our policy yeah, without yeah. a charge. But because you have, we, we now have a, a recognised management plan in place and you're working to that management plan, that may count in our favour with our insurers. Okay. We'll certainly look at that. Yeah, we'll send that to you tomorrow then. Yeah, thank you. On the subject of grants, I think when in the past on some committees that we've been on, we've encouraged folk to set up their own bank accounts, haven't we? Mm. Because some of the grants that you apply for um, penalise you for being part of the Exactly, we, we, you know, we... we um, a ring fence to use that word again out of a lot of grant applications mm -hmm. because we're a local authority. Yeah, it's yeah. a good point. So we have got a guarantee, but yeah. 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 Oh, great. Right. Nothing yeah. in that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's fine. Yeah, there's a lot of. I know you can't have the turbine. The no, that, that, the, the wind turbine, yeah. for instance, we can't apply for that. But what we can do is advise friends of groups, you know, that's what's good about a friend yeah. of group because you you know, you are able to apply for. Yeah. We can advise, like the Mersey Forest are doing with your REN application, you know. There are ways of not getting round it, but there's ways of being successful, you know. Okay, thank you very much. Please stay. The door is locked. <laughs> um, okay, so. Do, yeah, do you. Tom, are you quite happy to speak under the trees item then? Oh, yes. Yeah, yes. okay. Um, so, um, uh, do you want me to speak under the public to speak or to under Mersey Forest report? Um, Which is sorry, what is it, when, when uh, Alan did the introduction, you just said resident, so I didn't realise that you were here to speak on a particular item. Apologies. Um, I mean, go back. Yeah. You know, you can you can speak now, or you can speak under the, the uh, under item nine. You know, yes, I'll, I'll leave it to item. Yeah, nine. leave it with item nine to item nine. Great stuff. Uh, so item eight then is to receive a report from Lionel Rimmer, our estates manager. Over to you, Lionel. Okay, um, I've got a bit of a problem at the moment with the mower at the cemetery. 
um, as in the mechanism for the grass box is broken. Um, so it, I can't tilt it to empty the grass out, I have to physically lift it off every time um, and empty it. Um, I've been to um, Easy Life. Easy Life. Yeah. And regarding ordering the parts and everything, kind of three weeks ago, we've got a part number that's still actually trying to maintain the price for doing it and right. getting the part. Because um, it's the frame that actually supports the inside of the grass. Did we buy the machine from Easy Life? I don't know. Right. And the machine is 2008. It's, it's 11 years old. Right. It's 11 years old now, so I don't know if the difficulty. Um, it's been on to Honda. Honda is supposed to be getting back to him, but the actual price. Um, like I said, we've got the part numbers and everything. We're just actually trying to find the price for the part. Okay, so we may be facing the inevitable here that we need to buy a new mower. Well, I did look at that, because um, it needs a service as well. Yeah. Um, and I did speak to Easy Life about the different options. Um, to buy an equivalent mower, a new mower, yeah. would be 3,000. Right. Um, plus, with that, you can get a mulch attachment that means that I could run it. Yeah. In the, in yeah. the spring or the so being a bit mercenary here, you're using this for the cemetery and um, other areas of the state. So there's a possibility here that cemeteries uh, should come in on, on this to meet a percentage of it. Uh, yeah, can I task you then, Lionel, with going back to Easy Life and getting something in writing uh, more concrete on what it would cost to buy a new machine, yeah. what they're willing to give us in part X, yeah. but also um, if you go to um, the Darsbury place, um, Dutton's mowers yeah. at Darsbury as well, and do the same there. Do, will we have to get three quotes? Maybe if you go to get a third, it would be yeah. Something. Maybe if you go to the one. I mean, names are escaping me now. Just a small Yeah, and there's a guy in Kingsley Holt in Kingsley that does them as well. Um, as long as they're registered dealers and everything, you know, you can get three quotes and the more local we can keep it, yeah. you know, that's our policy anyway. Yeah. So if I could task you to do that, yeah, that, that would be great because health and safety issue here, if you're having to lift something that's meant to be mechanical, we need to sort that ASAP. But it's also the time, which is... Yeah, yeah. Thing, it, it couldn't have gone wrong at a worse time, could it? It takes it, you three know. times as long to cut, because I spend more time actually emptying the grass right. than I do actually cutting the grass. Right, okay. Isn't there a place in Alfonley? Um, the is by the White Lion, isn't hmm. they? Just along from there as well. It's like yep. a barn, isn't it, at the side there? You could try there as well, yeah. 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 And the other one escapes me, but it's, um, it, it's on the way to Chester. Um, the sort of the, the other side of Kelso, it's the big company there. Um, no name's gone out of my head, but they're like part of a national company, yeah. So it could be hmm? Turner's, thank you very much. Turner's, Turner Grandcare, you know, and you could get um, maybe a better discount there. I don't know, yeah. I'll go and get all three, yeah. 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 And yeah. yeah. is that is it on lawnmower? Is it yeah. Yeah. This is on, it's right on yeah. yeah. Um. I know recently that the state of the grass at Churchfield was seen as a bit of a biggie. It's, it's not so... No, no, I understand, but this may be an opportunity if we're looking at a new mower. That's um, done by Lowther's, which is a different issue, and your yeah. issue, you couldn't get that sit-on mower in the fashion van. We can't put it in the van. It yeah. wouldn't go yeah. in, so you can't move it, so effectively it is just used on the cemetery. Okay. Ah, right. I'm just... Okay. Mm. Mm, so maybe cemetery should be 
but we can, I, can, I can admit that it's been discussed yeah. at this meeting yeah. because it's an environmental yeah. thing and then take it to... I mean, something that we could look at, you know, as a future purchase is a trailer. I've well, thought, yeah. you know, and I've said this to Lionel on lots of occasions, I'm amazed that we don't have a trailer, you, you know, um, because again, you're putting stuff in, you know, you're putting hedge cuttings and grass cuttings and things like that in bags in back of the van. And although it's got a bulkhead, it's not ideal, you know, a small Eva Williams trailer we're looking at, you know, £1,200. Just thinking about that, where would we keep it? You yeah, don't want it outside your house. What's the size of the storage at the cemetery then, is it? We've got storage there, but the danger of leaving things like mm. um, trailers and things. Street so. trailers, are, well, I mean, I know I own trailers and they are one of the most stealable things that the you know and it wouldn't go in the lock up at the cemetery a trailer no no no, no, no 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 so that is something but i think it should be something that it's we an look. idea isn't it yeah I mean, it, it, might, it might be worth looking at different motors because there are different ones available and maybe something that can actually fit in the back of the van with a ramp yeah 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 bringing our grass cutting in-house yeah. if we cut scrum the contract to that but I'm just thinking, Churchfield is absolutely massive, isn't it? Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. I'm just worrying on the cost as well. Yeah. If we get, and it's cheaper to do someone else to do it because they've already got the equipment and it's X to buy the, all the stuff. I'm just mm -hmm. thinking, what's the payback over the time yeah. and you know, running costs, etc., etc. Mm -hmm. And I'm thinking so, about Lionel's hours because yeah. that you're contracted for so exactly. many hours, so, so that, that mm -hmm. might be yeah. a cost. Yeah. Yeah. But it's worth looking at. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's worth having a conversation. I'll do this with investigation regarding different types. Yeah, I, I think you, I, I'm quite happy for you to do the legwork and that, but uh, I think that we, we really need to ask for that to go on the agenda of the next cemetery committee as well. Mm -hmm. yeah. And um, perhaps an idea of sharing costs across the two committees? Yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. If we could make more use of the money. Yeah. Yes, yeah, exactly. Yeah. 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 Okay. Anything else, Lionel? No, no, that's the main. Have you stopped the, not stopped the grass from growing or anything? No. I try to sit along cutting it at least once a week at the minute. It's, um, okay. But it's just, like you say, it's just the yeah. physical um, deal it that's the issue. Um, I shouldn't say it, but I'm quite glad the grass elsewhere is growing because I'm making money out of it. Shouldn't say that, should I? Um, okay, thanks for that, Lionel. Um, and if you get back to Joan, you know, the price yeah, that's, 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 that's great. And the sooner the better, really, because yeah, that yeah. time factor. Yeah. Well, if, well, if nothing else, you know, if, if it's a, uh, is, is it one that is a high tip? I've never actually seen it. Is it a high tip or? No, just tips. Ah, right, okay. But you're still having to physically. Well, I've got a tip, so you have to lift it off. Right. So our duty of care is is paramount there that you shouldn't be manual handling something that's meant to be mechanically operated. So we need to get on the case quickly. Still quite good for turning up. Moving swiftly on. With this improved extending the cemetery. Is a possibility of extending the storage as well, so we've got more storage. Not at this present time. No. Good Just idea. thinking maybe because I've noticed that we pay people to to take and store the flower, the hanging baskets. They don't charge. Northridge Town Council. Yeah. They just take them away and store them in their storage. Is there nowhere here? No storage. So no, and it's not our building or premises. So oh, of course, yeah. it would all be. That's just one of the extended. I think the only thing we have, we have a, do we have a container just for 
record keeping, don't we, for archiving? Yeah, yeah, it's has yeah. been on to us. I mean, that's something that we could look at in the future is buying or hiring a container, you, you know, um, which are very secure, you right. know. And, but then and, you wouldn't uh, want that at the cemetery. No, no, sorry, yeah. cross wires, I'm thinking yeah. in, in a third party yard, you know, say Weaver Industrial oh, Estate, okay. something like yeah. that, yeah. you know, actually hiring. Okay. There's a few places locally, because I have looked at it myself because they are very secure and it's mm. always a worry, mm. you know, with equipment. Um, and, and it's not a massive amount to, to hire one. I think know. Townfield Lane allotments, they bought one last year, didn't mm. they? It's bought a big square though, so yeah. a small one, but you know, it seems to work for them. So. Yeah. There's it's a place so down Godscroft Lane that does storage as well. I noticed yeah. the other day. Ah, right, right. Yes. I'll, I'll have a look at that. And yeah, yeah, please yeah. do. Yeah. Yeah. Could be an option for the future. But I certainly think, you know, looking at buying a trailer would. would you know, thousand and one uses. What do you sorry? What do you reckon that would cost? Um, you, a, a good Eva Williams trailer, you can pick thousand, twelve hundred quid, and then you're looking at about two, three hundred pound for a tow bar to be fitted on the. On it the can bed. be used quite often, yeah. though. What do you say? I would think you soon get your money back, wouldn't you? Mm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Paying someone else to cut. So uh, I know the van doesn't belong to us, does it? It's on a sort of lease. It does so now. No, we, we actually, actually we actually bought the van. Oh, sorry. We we own it, yeah, when the when the initial lease period was up, they they gave us a price, and, oh, and we actually bought the bought the van, so it is ours now. How much was that? I, I don't know what right. it was. So that was the balloon payment that we paid. So we sort of paid sort of three years worth of monthly payments, and then and then they gave us an option to buy it yeah, at yeah, the end yeah. yeah so that's that's what we did i think it's been ours for what a, a good year now hasn't it i think about wow yeah it's years yeah yeah soon gone soon gone i don't see five minutes ago since wow. we bought it yeah can i ask you then alan if you yeah. get some prices for, for trailers certainly i'll do that yeah no problem i Very. just think it makes sense to get local people to come and work and cut the grass themselves here. What, to bring it back in-house? Yeah, yeah. The only problem with that is that because we contract it, I mean, I've got to be careful here because, you, you know, but you, you lose some of the care element when you have a big company because it's grass is grass. Mm -hmm. You know, and I understand that because I, we cut grass, con you know, con contract cutting. But you can do it very, very cheaply because you're doing massive areas where when you bring it back in-house, you, you know, we'd have to look at extending your contract or yeah. taking somebody else on. See, a lot of the big companies, they don't own anything. So that would be another option, would be to hire everything in. I mean, I'm not saying we do it with the mower, but that that is something, you know, you, you look at some of the really big grass cutting companies, they own nothing. You know everything the vehicles the trailers the mowers you know the strimmers everything is on is on hire and that's how they do it it's the only way you can survive really you know and sorry what's the contract worth for all the grass cutting of our parks off the top of my head i couldn't tell you i'll, I'll give you a wrong figure so don't mm. don't make okay. a guess i'm, I'm, I'm not quite I'm, I'm not quite sure what, what what you know what the price was they'd also have different size mowers which the town council couldn't afford all the different size no. mowers mm -hmm. for the different jobs. No. I do think the very big areas that we cut. Yes. Mm. Well, all the stuff that you can go out and do with the stuff that needs to be done, you can go out and do a job in between and you mm. can do other stuff that 
we can't get, get necessarily get them to do, but um, it would be a massive amount of time. That's yeah. all I do is progress yeah. them. You know, you'd probably save money revenue over the years, but your capital outlay would, would be very, very high yeah. to take it back in-house. I think, they I think there's too much of it. Although yeah. it is swings and roundabouts, because, you, you know, you find the, the different councils and, that it, you know, it is like a pendulum. They'll, they'll outsource it and then two years later they'll take it back in-house and then... It, It'll go out again, you know. It's mm. uh, it, and some of these contracts, you, you've got million pound contracts that are literally won on five hundred pound. You mm. know, it's that cutthroat these these contracts nowadays. It's frightening. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll just get my machine to work again. It keeps going up. Okay. Anything else, Lionel? No, no, well, it's just the time, really. Um, if we get the parts and get it repaired, it's um, just get it into easy life to get it done. Mm. There's like a four to five week wait. At least, you know, we need, need, need action, really. We need to be yeah. proactive on it, really. So, yeah. I think I am going to have to call an extra ordinary sanitary meeting because of the what's going on yeah. with the, um, the accept burial exemption moving on. Mm. So it, could, it can be it put on that agenda. Yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. Um, going off the back of uh, FTC assets in the cemetery, I know the gates aren't currently locked. Um, that is something that we that need to just sort of hammer out, you know, yeah, to cemetery. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Thanks for that, Lionel. Um, so item nine then is the Mersey Forest Environmental Strategy, and it's to receive an update on that. The update I've received was received at three o'clock today, so it hasn't been circulated beforehand. Councillors have only had an opportunity to look at it since they arrived at the meeting today. Um, so that is the update, and I believe you wanted to read something into that. Can I have a comment on that? Thank yes, certainly. The floor is yours. My name's Alan Arthur. I li came to Rodgham in 1967, moved to Helsby, now live in Kingsley, but uh, um, have great, great, great respect and uh, interest in Frodsham. I'm a founder member of a community group called Frodsham Transition Initiative that's now been renamed Climate Action Frodsham, which is interesting because um, we were here at the festival on Sunday and attracted a lot of interest from a variety of organisations who are very interested in climate change and, uh, and amongst those are the um, Evangelical Church on Main Street and the W1. Um, I was involved in July 19, 2017 along with 18 other stakeholders in a consultation exercise carried out by Mersey Forest with the objective of writing up an environmental strategy for Frodsham. The report has been published and was pre presented to this committee some time ago yeah. um, and then was presented to Cheshire Western Chester. Cheshire Western Chester have declared a climate emergency and have appointed a climate champion. I suggest to the committee that it's both timely and appropriate for Frodsham to have an environmental strategy and obviously this committee is in a lead role. Um, Hob Hay Wood is one of the projects of the Mersey Forest Report and the, the results are excellent. 
But there are 21 different projects in the Mersey Forest Report. And I think people like myself, who were consulted, as say, some two years ago, feel that the whole report hasn't been taken on board and judged and, and disseminated and managed. Um, and in, an and in a situation where people are extremely interested in the environment and, the cli and climate change, we have a special opportunity. So I'm suggesting that um, when this document's been absorbed by the committee, that the committee consider some type of report back consultation session with the original stakeholders of whom, the, say, there were 18 stakeholders who consulted about the report, and also the Frodsham community, about an, the environmental strategy for Frodsham. Let people have their, have their input. As I've already said, there's considerable interest and concern about it, climate change and interest in the environment of Frodsham amongst residents, who I'm sure would like to be consulted on the Mersey Forest Report and thereby on the eventual environmental strategy that you determine. Okay, thank you. Anybody, any comments on that? No, I don't think we need time to. Yeah, we, you know, I certainly haven't seen that tonight. Yes, you know. I mean, I know the history. Um, so, um, do we need, I think, maybe. I think what you do is have right. time to, to consider the report that you've got. Um, we need to know the history as well as we're yeah, um, newbies. Put it on the next agenda for, yeah. for September. Yeah. That'd be okay. It's a couple of months, yeah. Yeah. Okay, excellent. Thank All you. right. I've yeah. got a message from Ben Greenaway about this report. Um, he's asked, can it be noted that this is a document prepared at the request of Cheshire West and Chester Councillor? It is not an ongoing action plan for Frodsham area that the Mersey Forest is managing, but a guidance document pointing to funding opportunities for Frodsham to take forward should they wish, at which time the Mersey Forest and other support agencies can offer assistance. Okay. The point there, Alan, if I may just yeah, say, is, is yeah. the question of the lead. Where yeah. does the lead come from? Yeah. Because there are undoubtedly groups in Frodsham who would be happy to pick up on individual projects and so on. Um, but it needs a lead body. It does, yeah, to, okay. to coordinate it, yeah, yeah. yeah. Whether that's something we could do as FTC, you know, I'm always trying to balance people's time against, you, you know, things like this. Um, but again, you know, if there was a third party wishing to take on the lead, then we could certainly, you know, um, guide and, and advise. Um, yeah. Are we potentially looking at, once this report's been digested, um, creating our own sort of fraudulent-led strategy in cooperation with FTI, for example. Yeah, I mean, it's quite a major project, isn't it? So mm. whether it's something we would keep in this committee or whether it's something we could maybe go back, you know, and invite full council to attend. Yeah. Um, um, I, I've had, obviously had a, an hour or so to look at that report. Um, the main things that I can see that we can t we could take up in there are some of the footpath issues, 
but a lot of the other issues are related to other organisations. Have you actually received copies of the original report? Yeah. 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 I, I haven't. Okay. No, it was before. It was before you joined. Yeah. Yeah. We'd like to see. And we'll make sure you get that. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank That's you. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay, uh, item 10 then is three matters to discuss any issues and agree actions. Tom, I believe that you've got something well, for us. Continuing with this um, Mersey Forest environmental, that basically is saying plant more trees. Yeah. I'm saying we should look after the trees that we already have. Um, I've only got three copies. It's okay, well. So I'll read this out. Tree charter applies to the frog shops. And the charter for trees, woods and people sets out the role trees and woods play in our lives. The rights we have, the rights we all have to benefit trees and woodlands provide and our responsibility towards maintaining and supporting them. Each of its ten principles articulate the relationship between people and trees in the UK in the 21st century. The government has shown their approval and I assume that Chester West and Chester is fully aware of this. I write reports on applications for tree felling in conservation areas. In the reports, I sometimes recommend that trees be to be felled should be replaced and CWAC have the power and duty I reckon to insist that amenity trees are replaced. Most applicants readily agree to replacing but there are some people who do not and I do hope the pressure will be applied to those reluctant people. Um, there is one person um, no, I won't, I won't go any further because it, it's involving a person in function. Right. So I won't go any further. Yeah, I mean, um, it's always a problem that most tree planting schemes are done on capital money and then no revenue, you know, and every tree you plant, you then create a, a lifetime of problems, you know, so yeah. maintaining tree stock is always a big problem because once a tree's planted it's not flavour of the week anymore and then they've got somewhere else and you, you know um, I've been victim of some major schemes you know back years and years ago you, you know the answer to everything was to plant trees and that's great but now yeah. we're, we're, we're regretting that because you know 99.9% .9 of the trees we've got have got problems you know, we've no money to, to, to maintain them, so it is a big problem. And I mean, there's been there's massive schemes, there's a Northern Forest scheme going on at the moment where the government, it's so easy to say, you know, let's plant 8 million more trees, but you're potentially creating 8 million more problems, you know, so I do sympathise with you. I mean, as far as development and that is concerned, there are some protections out there, as you quite well know, you know, there's TPOs, and yes. there's blanket TPOs where a whole woodland, you know, is, is under the TPO. So even weed species like sycamore and things like that are protected. So, you know, trees are offered some protection. But at the end of the day, the government is saying, you know, we've got to build 
half a million more homes so it's inevitable that we're going to lose woodland you know it's all about a balancing act isn't it you know and uh, oh yes you're, you're quite right Alan but I um, the one person I won't name him but the trees are close to a school mm. and they are amenity trees he's had them cut down they are forest trees mm. And he's had them cut down, but he does not intend to replace them. No. And but I he's, think he's had planning permission to cut them down. Oh, yes. yeah. Yeah. Yes. Well, I presume so. I mean, there's not a lot you can do. You know if there's a TPO oh, in yeah. place, then. Yes. I mean, a TPO sometimes people use them to get round things as well because you can have a hundred year old tree and you can fell it. And as long as you agree to replant with the like species within, I think it. Correct me on this. Is it eight weeks or something like that, depending on season? You know, you can replace something with a, you know, a standard or, or a sapling almost. You know, yes. and that is used very often to, you know, enable that to happen. Um, but if that tree, you know, if its only value is amenity, but it's not got any status on it, then there's nothing that anybody can do to make that person. You know, it's purely a moral thing isn't it to, it to replace yeah, yeah. you know unfortunately and uh, you know I mean I'm just as emotive as yourself about you know passionate about trees but uh, sometimes it, but it being it, so close to a school yeah, and the yeah. school children walk past yeah, yeah. now it's just mm. blank trees are gone yeah it's it's life unfortunately isn't it you know Deborah. Can I just ask, you said that planting trees has presented a lot of problems. What kind of problems? Maintenance, mainly. You know, yeah. Mother Nature, by nature, is very untidy. Yeah. You, you know, and most trees, before long, will develop. You know, I, I could walk through every tree in that park and there's a month's work once doing on every tree. You, you know, that, that, that's the way it is. The big problem we've got at the moment is with street trees. You, you know, um, because there's no money uh, anymore to maintain street trees, and it's been pushed right down. I've got this little personal thing in Frodium, or in general, about in this country, we do not make people maintain their own boundaries. Mm -hmm. And as long as it looks good from your side, people just don't care. I mean, it was a big thing, Red Lane, with, mm -hmm. with me there, you know, and it wasn't me, per only me, that got something done there. But that was getting ridiculous, you know. You if you had a lorry coming down and, and a lorry going up. They, they they couldn't, you know. But you look at any pavement anywhere now. People are almost being forced to walk in the road because nobody yep. is maintaining the boundaries, you know. And until we address that, you know, we've got a million problems. Mm. I can give you an example of where tree planting has gone really wrong. Okay. Kingsmead. Kingsmead Estate in Northwich. Mm. The developers originally planted that up with hundreds and hundreds of saplings. Yeah. 16 years later, all those amenity areas were handed over to the parish council mm. and they spent 50,000 on tree pruning. The trees had been planted too close together, they all yeah. grew up together, they were crowding each other out, yeah. they were encroaching residence gardens, and that became a really well, When you plant an area, you deliberately overplant mm. to allow and then you don't have to what they call, and again Tom knows this, it's called beating up. Yeah. And you go back after two years or three years and you beat up, you, you replace all them that have died. But because of the changing climate maybe, I don't know, 
things have been a lot more successful. And, and again, you know, Kingsmead probably expected. And the other thing is, it's a quick kill for the developer. They'll plant lots of fast-growing trees, pioneer species like birch and willow, you know, that, that, that really show themselves quickly because you don't want to live on an estate that's a wasteland, do you? You want to live in that green environment. But then nobody comes back because the developer sells it on and then the poor council get get lumbered with it and no resources to maintain it, you know. We've got problems in Castle Park and I pointed them out, you know, that there's a dove tree which mm. will never grow because it's surrounded yeah. by too many yeah. trees. Yeah. Anyway. No, I, 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 you know, thanks for that, Tom, because I think it's, it, it, it's, it's brought it up, you know, to people's attention. But, you know, it's, it's great for the government to say, let's create a new northern forest, you know, but then give planning permission for people to fell trees here, you know, it's, yeah. it's passing the book, isn't it, really, it in a way. Okay, thank, thank you. you. Thank you. Right. Um, what else have you got for us, tree The orchards. Um, a lot of the trees have borne fruit this year, but there are some which were affected by the frost, and so it's affected the, the bees and the insects. And so there are, as you go into Churchfield, which is the most productive, that, that was the first lot planted, um, you can see some of the trees without any fruit, and others Quite a lot of fruit. Could be better, but quite enough. Mm -hmm. I was down there today pruning, summer pruning. Um, incidentally, I saw the guy that was cutting the grass and I asked him to do it in, in the orchard. So he did. Oh, excellent. So, yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, again, one of the big problems we had with the orchards a couple of years ago was mower damage and sprimmer damage. Mm -hmm. Is yep. that gone away now uh, hopefully with the different yes. company and that because the problem there was um, they were brushing it under the carpet if you like because they were admitting they were damaging the trees and quite willing to pay for them mm -hmm. but then that was setting things back five years yeah. you know it, it was all right saying oh well we're sorry and we'll pay for it but that, you know that wasn't that that was knocking the orchard back wasn't it it so, was yeah uh, you know that wasn't the reason probably finance was money was the main reason we changed companies, but it's good yeah. to hear that that's not a problem that it was, you know. Well, there are three trees which need replacing. Two of them have been attacked. Well, I think three of them were attacked with an axe or okay. axe like instrument. Is this Churchfields? Churchfields. Yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, I mean, we, did, we, we had the problem Halloween, not last year, but the year before, where most of them. Ship Street got broken up, didn't they, by the yes, fire station yeah. as well. So That's that right. knocked that whole orchard back, didn't yes. it? Uh, so in Churchfield, there are three, no, two trees need replacing. I think I can save the other one. Yeah. So, so that's something that we need to put on the agenda for maybe November, December time, isn't it, to look at replacing that. Not only did they get attacked with an axe, but they also took the top of the tree away. They didn't even, they chopped it and it's gone. It wasn't even marked. So. Mind boggles. Yeah. And in... Well, um, you could put that energy to go there, it would be great, wouldn't it? <laughs> in Ship Street, because the trees are so young, um, 
there's hardly any fruit. No. Mainly pearls. Mm. Um, we've got 34 posts and there are three dead trees. Some of those are showing signs of vandalism. Oh, right. So if we can get three for the three and two for Churchfield. Yeah, we'll certainly we'll have a look, look at that, again, look at that for the center. back end, yeah. yeah. Okay, great stuff. And Hockley Wood is looking good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 The orchard. Excellent. Yes. Okay. Oh, by oh, the way, yes. Yeah. Um, Hawthorne Road Orchard. Yes. I, I see it's locked off. Um, there's a lock on it. Yeah. And it, it says <laughs> grass seeding. Yeah. Well, we did actually grass seed. Um, we had an issue with... It, the grass is locked off. Wasn't there, <laughs> there was some sort of unknown vehicle or something? No, oh, no it was dogs, wasn't it? People were just letting the dogs run off and it just made it into another track. Like a track around and said there was no grass, so I actually did yeah, see it. Yeah, it was a really bizarre yeah. one. I'd never ever known no. a case of, of so much damage just simply by dogs running, dog, dogs running about. It was amazing. I'm trying to stop it in a concert, but ask going against it. But we need to look at whether we are. Well, well, well I think that's the key from, from you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So oh, you're looking to maybe reseed again, are you? Well, I seeded. Um, I, I just. Letting the seed establish before we open it up. Right, um, right. Because we don't really want it to happen again. No, no. But we're looking, we need to reseed. In, in we're looking. areas, it could be like that in areas, but where it's been reseeded, won't be. No, no. Mm. Um, but we've got the key in. If we are going to reseed, if we do need to reseed again, we need September. Yeah, so yeah. Have you got seed? I've got seed, yeah. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking the timetable of the meetings, it might need doing almost around the time that yeah, the, the yeah, next meeting. Yeah. I'll just give it a chance to establish yeah, before we let yeah. the public back in. Mm. Okay. Is it because it's got a fence around it that people are going and letting the dogs in and just letting them run around? It, Is that the problem, do you think? It seems to have been used like a Dog walking place. It's like a little dog track. I think it was yeah. almost like a, a ground track. I'm just wondering if there was no fence around it, would it not be better? Because they wouldn't be able to put the dogs in there, because maybe they're thinking, oh, the dogs would be alright mm. in there. I don't think they go in with the dogs. Yeah. They could have taken those dogs anywhere, they're just choosing that area. Yeah. But if it wasn't, didn't have a fence around it, then they probably wouldn't let the dogs. It would, the dogs would go somewhere else. But there was kind of a mentality yeah. around it. If, if we stop, probably. An individual yeah, yeah. going in there, then they might get the message and go elsewhere. Yeah. And then once it has yeah. regrown, reopen yeah. it all again. Yeah. It, it says basically now once it's established, we'll open it up again. And obviously, we've got to cut it in between, but open it up and it says really see what happens at that point. And then we'll have yeah. to come back to the council with action if it. Is that where it there was a the park there? There was originally a park yeah. and it was. What yeah, happened to the park? Well, it, got, it was getting wrecked all the time, unfortunately. Well, don't know. It was um, it was a shame that one really because yeah, it was yeah. just you know it was a, it was only a tiny little. It was a nice little park. Though. It was. Yeah, yeah, it's a shame yeah. to take a park away because it's getting wrecked. Couldn't you just repair the park? At a cost. As an orchard, it's looking good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't know why you know it, it happened quite a few years ago now, didn't it? I know most of the play equipment on there, that anything that was burnable was, was set fire to and melted because mm. when I was with the fire service, I went there a couple of times when did have problems there. Um, but yeah, Do we actually enforce any bad behaviour with these dogs? 
There's nothing we can... With the fouling and all. Does anything ever get enforced, even though there's signs everywhere? Who would do it? I don't, I don't know who's responsible for it. Well, they said you can have a thousand pounds fine for letting your dog foul. The dog but who warns, would well, enforce that? The dog wardens from Cheshire West are the only people who can enforce that. Yeah. Yeah. I say. We've got that on, um, on under clubs. Yeah, because there's a new policy, isn't there? Or to, you know, it's coming out. But, uh, I mean, bylaws in general, I mean, Cheshire County Council, when they were in existence, you know, I don't think they ever enforced a bylaw in like 60 years, you know, they're, they're almost... Just paper exercise. Not, yeah, yeah, you know. Um, and, and it's something that, you know, it's it's common law, isn't it? So mm. it's something that the police won't, are not interested in sort of thing. Well, not, not interested, it's not their it's domain. Not their, yeah. not their domain. Okay, anything yeah, else on three matters, no, Tom? Okay, thank you very much. Um, so, item 11 is rights of way to discuss any issues and agree action. I know, Joel, that there was one that you'd been emailing today, wasn't there, where some, I think Caroline had flagged it up. Caroline, by the way, had, had to leave. She, she'd got another meeting that she was attending. Um, but I think Caroline had flagged up a couple of yeah, complaints, if you like. Number eight, which is uh, Cheshire Western Chester, and I've reported that one to that. And footpath number 11, which we maintain, which Lionel, I think, did you say you were going to get to either yeah. this week or next week? I'm just it tomorrow. Tomorrow. Okay. Mm -hmm. There was so one there was in Wayford Close, place. is that? I had someone emailing me about a footpath in Wayford Close. You'd need to pass it on to me if I haven't directly got it. I haven't right. Done right. With it. Yeah. That it was overgrown. Yeah. It's possibly riding, hasn't it? Yeah. Uh, again, Cheshire West, you know, uh, are, are not doing a fraction of what they were doing years ago. Um, really, now all they'll do is clear where it, it joins or leaves a highway, you know, rather than... You, well, I mean, if you go into it, it, it's actually the landowner's responsibility to keep the path cut back. It's only... The, the local authority to actually keep the surface of the path in good order but but Cheshire's policy has always been to do everything and in the days when we had money that was great it's like styles farmers are responsible for styles and gates and, and uh, Cheshire County Council you know which are now defunct of course but um, you know their policy always was to do it themselves rather than let farmers do it and then you could guarantee the standards but unfortunately those days now are long gone and Cheshire West now will only, they're, they're totally reactive now, they're not proactive in the slightest, so really other than major routes like the Sandstone Trail and that, they will only do anything when you tell yes. them, you, you know, that's that's the way it is unfortunately. So they will do it but you need to ask them. Mm. We're, we're, we're lucky in a lot of respects that because of the way that Cheshire worked, I mean they were a Beacon County you know, people came from all over Britain to look at how we did it, and you know, and I, and I was part of it. Um, and that, in a way, that's a good job because we, we, although the infrastructure is slowly but surely crumbling, we're a lot better off than a lot of counties because of what we did in, in years gone by. You know, but it breaks my heart sometimes to see, you, you know, the state of places now towards what they used to be. Is it the guys that do Castle Park that do the paths then? It's the same council, but most of the rights of way work is subcontracted out to, um, you know, small companies um, to, to do it. Okay. 
Okay, uh, anything else on rights of way? I have nothing else. No, no. Okay. Um, item 12 then, Joey's clerks, items. Any other matters considered to be urgent for discussion or items for the next agenda? The only one I've got is about public space protection orders and dock control from um, Cheshire West. They've started a six week consultation which is up until the 11th of August. I'll pass the details round and put the information. What their aim is, is to change the days and times when a dog warden is on duty, include an extending the service to include Saturdays and Sundays, change the time so that better reflect demand. The, the issue here is that there are three dog wardens covering from Ellesmere Port to far end of Cheshire West. Uh, to introduce free training courses on responsible dog ownership, legal requirements, dog welfare, and then uh, they're looking at changing the charging. So where they found a stray dog, they're going to introduce a charge of £40 to the dog, even if the stray dog is being able to be relocated with its owner. Um, and then if it's not possible, I don't know how they find out it's not possible if the dog's not chipped, then they'll be looking at 50% of the cost from the owner. Twelve oh, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So I will put. I'll make sure that consultation goes out on our website and push it round to you all. So councillors, if you want to individually respond and make any comment, or anybody else, you can do. It's good to see that they're extending Doing the something. hours, mm. but again, they're, they're making money, aren't they? You know. Allegedly. Well, they could be making a lot more money along Ship Street, couldn't they, if they started doing that? Um, how would you apply for that dog training? Uh, the, I'll put the consultation exercise on the, um, on the website. I think when they say dog training, it's how to pick up your dog's mess. Oh, right. <laughs> no. 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 no, we don't have the expert on that. Over training. Over training, yeah. 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 Oh, that, that's all I've got. Okay, um, so just a note then, item 13 is the date of the next meeting, is the 3rd of September at 7pm. Uh, you know, you're welcome, um, you, you know, uh, at any of the meetings. Um, I always, you know, try and recruit to the, any of the committee meetings that you may be interested in coming to because certainly that's where a lot of the sort of nitty-gritty work and that is done. I'm not saying that full council meetings are boring, but they do tend to be shows of hands and, you know, 30 items on the agenda, but the, the actual hard work is done by the committees, so I certainly would encourage people to attend the committees. Is that Tuesday or Wednesday? Uh, that's a good point, Tom. It will be a Tuesday. Be a Tuesday. Yeah, I, I think because there was events committee last week. I was on holiday last week. That's, you were, that's so right. So to accommodate yeah. my holidays, that's, that's yeah. why it's on holiday in the week. Joe's not a blame Joe. Thank you very much. Uh, I'll close the meeting at uh, 20.09 then, if I may, please. Thank you.